You are listening to the Indie Game Development Podcast Show, sponsored by Curiosoft Kids Games and the letter E. Visit the Indie Game Development Podcast site at www.indiegamepod.com. Thanks again for listening to the show. This interview is inspired by a quick meetup at the Game Developers Conference. I'm at a GDC at the IGF Showcase. Uh, with me is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Tommy Refnes. I, uh, I'm the creator of Goo. And what's Goo about? Goo is uh, basically a game where you control a giant glob of liquid, and uh, the object of the game is to basically... Uh, just surround your opponent, or um, there's two modes, uh, versus mode, you basically, you and a friend go and try to capture and eat each other, and in survival mode, you basically fight against a giant goo that is constantly growing and constantly uh, trying to attack you. It spawns in three different colors, uh, red, green, and blue, and uh, each color has different AI, and uh, when the colors mix, the AIs mix, so they become very aggressive and as the waves progress they get harder and harder and eventually you'll die. So, um, there's, there's a camera component to this? Yeah, um, the camera component was actually kind of, um, I just did it because I could. But it was, uh, I, I, I always thought it would be kind of cool to be able to see your space all distorted in it and uh, like after, like just a couple weeks ago I went and I bought one of the um, Xbox Live cameras, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll hook this up, and yeah, it was like, it's like the best four days in like $19 I've ever spent, so. <laughs> nice. Cool. Um, what inspired the game? Well, um, in, the, in the beginning, it was actually a friend of mine and, uh, and me working on it, and it was actually his original idea, and it was kind of like a kind of corruption of Go, and you know, Sun Tzu's Art of War and stuff, and it's supposed to be like a real-time strategy game. Sure. But it never, the design really didn't work as a real-time strategy game. Uh, so uh, he, he eventually left, and I kind of took it, and I wanted to make it more of a fast-paced game. Um, so, but in, in the beginning, the, the reason I wanted to work on it in the beginning was because of the amount of, like, technical challenge that it, it posed. So that was, that was really my inspiration for working on it. So. And when you were designing and developing this, you said that it didn't work initially as a real-time game. You know, what did you do to change it, and how did you go about changing it? Well, the main thing was <coughs> the controls originally were uh, you would gather up all your goo, clench it up into a little ball. It would take a little bit for that to do it. Then you would throw, and you would be able to aftertouch and curve it around. And, and that, that worked cool for, like, the first couple of throws, but you would eventually get so dispersed that you would spend most of the game consolidating yourself to do another throw. And... I'm a fan of like fast-paced, skill-based games. So, the really the main change to it was just the controls and the interaction with the goose. So now instead of clenching and then throwing, it's you know you move it out, you make a line, you circle something, and you can clinch back and barricade through. So it's just much faster gameplay. It's basically the same game, just faster with uh, more responsive controls. So. And how much experimentation did you have to do to get it to this different uh, state, to this different gameplay state? Well, actually, there were there was one <coughs> there was one version of the controls where um, it was dual stick, and I could basically take and hold down like both of the triggers and be able to circle out in different directions, kind of pincer move. Oh, yeah. And that made sense to me because I developed it. But when I play tested it to people, they had no idea what was going on with it. So 
then I decided, okay, well, I'll just do one stick and and one trigger, because that's that's originally what it was. Was yeah. the trigger would clench and the stick would move, and if you release the trigger, it would throw it in the direction you were facing. So that that was that really worked good because it was really simple control. So you know, I went away from the kind of complex pincer movement and stuff because there really was no advantage to the pincer movement other than if you really knew how to do it, you could dominate the game. But beginners being just picking it up really couldn't really couldn't grasp it because it's kind of a kind of a mind you know yeah. fuck to out in separate directions you know and yeah so it it basically the controls just yeah just made them a little simpler so it was really only like i mean overall three iterations you know clench grab pincer and what it is today and actually tonight i'm taking my laptop home to change it again to see how it play tests tomorrow so I'm using I'm using GDC as my uh, my playtesters. Can you talk about playtesting some more? Um, how did you find these people, and how many people did you have to go through to? Uh well, actually, um, it was only like two or three people that I sent the build to with the pincer movement, um, and they were they were just friends. They were friends from a, a TIG Source IRC, um, and one of them's here today. And uh, basically. Um, yeah, I just sent them the build. They really didn't. They really didn't get it. And yeah, it was. It was basically okay. What if I do this? And I spent over the course of like a couple of days. I was like, okay, how does this feel? How does this feel? How does this feel? And eventually, it was like, okay, this feels great. I'm like, all right, it's done. Yeah. So. Um, so this was an IRC channel then, or? Yeah, uh, in uh, TIG Source IRC. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. How instrumental then was that community in helping you either improve the game and develop it? Well, I, I got to tell you, like, originally, I, uh, I'm the kind of person that, like, I, I'm personable when you meet me, but, like, I usually stay to myself. I, like, I, I'm the same way when I program, too. Like, I don't use, like, third-party libraries or anything. I use, like, DirectX, you know, stuff like that. But I have to, like, understand and know something in order sure. to use it. So, like, the TIG source, uh, my friend, the guy I was working with, he was big into TIG source, and I just kind of stayed away from it. But when he left, you know, I decided, you know, just to go to the site, see what it was all about. And I got to say that these are, like, the most chill people I've ever met. Like, they're, they're, they'll help out. I mean, they'll, they'll do basically anything to help each other out. They're nice. I mean, they're, they're really my kind of people. And I'm, I'm really glad I did actually go into the chat room and start talking to them because I feel I've made a lot of friends with, you know, just people. I, this is the first time I've met any of these people in person. And it was like off the bat, just start joking with them. Yeah. And it's like we've known each other for years. So it was very helpful community. And yeah, I probably wouldn't be here today without them. So. Um, in terms of physics, did you have to code the physics engine? or? Yeah, actually, I don't. Yeah, I don't use any third party, so I coded it myself. It's um, it is a disgustingly threaded, multi-core physics collision engine. I mean, it runs on. Right now, it's running on a dual core, so it's got, yeah. it's got two cores, um, running physics and collision, object updates, physics calculation. Uh, it's got, yeah. So it's it's basically spread over a bunch of processors because it's doing a ton of shit. Okay. So yeah, it's it was it was difficult. Like the beginning development process was basically R and D. And that went on until about August of 07, and I started in May of 06. You know, just just getting an engine where it really it really worked with the liquid physics and you know all that stuff. So it's it's been a hard task, but it's been like it's great. I mean, it's it's working great now. It's it's solid. It's fluid. You know, it's, it's fluid, not solid. <laughs> what's what's next in store then for the game and for Pillow Fort? Well, um, 
I, you know, just being here and seeing uh, a lot of people play the game, I've realized, you know, some changes that need to be made to it, mainly in the controls. So, um, that's, that's what I'm, I'm actually doing that tonight. I'm going to play test it tomorrow with everybody. And um, then it's basically polish and uh, online multiplayer. And I think I'm going to do another kind of capture the flag mode for Goo and uh, make a survival mode co-op. And that's, that's pretty much it. And then after that, you know, I'll, I'll do another pretty tech-based game because I'm, I'm a tech guy. So we'll see you from there. Great. Thank you very much.